coming with that heat Yeah, you know I came to get it lit Shout out to my favorite radio station, consider this If you missing this, you missing out and you ridiculous Turn your system up, I need to feel it Cause I'm feeling this Misunderstood, that's the host Plenty interviews, hot topics You know how it goes If you miss it, check that podcast They gon' get it poppin' I'm talking special guests and plenty good gossip So get considered this up in your life and get it right Man, I play it all the time On the freeway when I ride Nah, you cannot deny It's the best you're gonna find They get you up in the zone Get that stress up off your mind uh, Come and join the conversation I know that you're gonna like it It'll get you so excited You know everyone's invited If you wanna be a star Listen to the best Get considered this Don't settle for nothing less Hey, Consider this radio Hosted by Misunderstood Let's go I don't remember how it started. Our back and forth. It always came back. Dad! You probably don't remember what you told me. That was perfect. But I heard every word. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Lady the MC. Make sure you tune in to Consider Death, the latest radio station. Hey, good people. Happy, happy Sunday. I am your girl, Misunderstood. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. I hope you are enjoying this beautiful Sunday. It's not as bad as it was yesterday. Yesterday, I was like, yo, I actually need a winter coat. It's probably been five years since I brought one. And I think this may be the year that I'm going to have to buy me a coat. <laughs> I'm going to have to buy a coat. Right now, though, we're going to have a dope show as usual. I have a very, very special guest here. She done brought me a salad. We're going to have to eat it because y'all know I'm under the weather right now. And I have a hilarious story to tell you in regards to all of these blisters on my hand. When we come back next, please go ahead and follow her ASAP. Open arm, open underscore arms underscore catering is another underscore LLC. Follow her everywhere. You'll see all the amazing work that she's doing on the South Side. You'll learn more about some of her extracurriculars. She's kind of private like me. So you're not going to know too much, but at least you get a glimpse into her life and more. You can call her at 703-560-8255. And, of course, I am talking about Michelle Branch, owner of Open Arms Catering. Please follow her now. Again, open underscore arms underscore catering underscore LLC. We're talking food, celebrity gossip, and more. You guys don't want to go anywhere, and of course you don't want to miss this. Only on Consider This Radio. Hey, this is Donnell, and you're tuned into Misunderstood on Consider This Radio. So is it so- 
question it all Cause you're still broken I give you space Let you breathe Flip it on me Then it repeats I messed it up again Pissed you off again Give you love That's what I got Cuss me out again Acting out again Think it's okay when well, it's not Some ways to say It's like, like I'm looking for someone to save me Someone to blame so I can cry and ask you why you break me And I just say you didn't come walking And I just say you didn't And I just say you didn't come walking And I just say you didn't come walking And I just say you didn't And I just say you didn't come walking whose mission is to detect lung cancer early. I'm here to save you! But I feel fine. That's great, but you may still be at high risk for lung cancer. Oh man, that's a new fence. If you smoke, early detection could save your life. Learn more at savedbythescan.org. Yo, this is O, and you're now tuned in with Consider This. Alright guys, happy, happy Sunday. I am your girl, Misunderstood. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio. Now, I have a professional in the building, Michelle Branch. How are you today? Okay. I'm good, and you? I'm good. Let me fix your microphone, actually. Okay. Hold on a second. Michelle, that's so true. You be in here saying stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> it's really starting to blow me. Like, it's always something. All right, guys, I'm sorry about that. If you're on Facebook Live, you know what we had to do. Right. <laughs> um, but I'm actually in here with a professional, unlike myself. Um, so, Michelle, is what do you call yourself? Are you a chef? Are a you cook. A cook. What's the difference? Chefs are taught. Cooks aren't. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah. no, no school. I mean, I tried it briefly, but as time went on, I just pretty much figured it was something I was passionate about, something that I've always done. I've been in the kitchen since as probably at, what, 10 years old, I was in the kitchen cooking with my grandma. So I just figured if I put what I've been doing for years into, you know, a platform and working and just started, you know, my business up, I figured I can make it do what it do and schooling wasn't needed. Mm. So yeah. what was your journey to get here? Like, how did you... I know you said you was in the kitchen with your grandma, but what made you want to turn it into a business? When when did you have that aha moment? My last job, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was working at Virginia Hospital Center and I was doing food service. You know how you, you know, you do the food for the hospital patients. And it was like the worst job in my life. And every day I would go to work and I would say, I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to start selling dinner plates. And you know, I was going through a rough patch in my life where I didn't have anywhere to start from. I kept being motivated by family and friends saying, just start selling plates and start selling plates. So I started praying and that prayer came through and you know, God blessed me with the kitchen space big enough to be able to do what I needed to do. So even then, when the blessing came, I still didn't jump on it right then and there. I just said, you know what? I don't know what to do. I was in a state of depression at that point to the point I'm like, I got to do something. Got up, went out to Sam's Club, <laughs> bought the foam, styrofoam um, containers. I said, I'm going to do chicken and fish dinner. So it started off like that, $10 and $12 plates. And within a six-month period, that was in... June 2014, within a six-month period, I started catering weddings, and it just started booming. Wow. Yeah. So it was basically just you stepping out on that faith. Yeah, stepping out on faith. And even when bad times came, there would be times I would do dinners, and, you know, people would say they were going to come by and buy dinner. I would be left with food, and I would, you know, that's something that would discourage you. If you have in your mind, I'm going to, mm. you know, produce this, and I, I expect to get this back, and you don't, it, it, it would discourage you. But I didn't get discouraged. I planted the seed and watched it manifest, and it's still manifesting. Right. Yeah. And I think sometimes, um, even though those bad situations, they're for a reason, right? So it Definitely. took that terrible job terrible. for you to realize you could do it on your own. And while mm -hmm. you're in it, you don't see that. Don't. It's like, yo, I hate this job, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm glad for this check. But, you know, it's like you don't know what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And it's always good to step out on faith. Something I'm trying to do. As soon as I buy my house, I'm And done. it's good to pray for <laughs> purpose, too. You have to pray for purpose because sometimes you don't. You may know this is what I'm good at, this is what I'm great at, but if you're not praying for that purpose and actually, you know, seeing your, having a vision to know that it can happen and actually having a force behind you to say, I can do this, it's not going to happen. Now, how do you hold on to that faith in times where it doesn't look like it's going to happen? What what remarks can you give to people in that? Because I know that's one thing that I struggle with. Like mm -hmm. I'm a, I know God is real. Nobody can ever take that from me. But it's holding on to that must. You know they said that faith of a mustard seed, right? So it's like, how do you hold on to that when everything just seems like it's getting in your way? And how did you do it? Because you know you said in six months time you started catering um, weddings and things like that. But I'm sure before then it didn't look like it may have looked like it wasn't going to get there. Every time I would do a catering, I always tell people this, I work for God. So me knowing that and keeping that, that's my faith. Knowing in my mind and my heart and knowing, you know, the journey that I'm on and what I pray for, I know every time I do a catering, I'm working for God. So that's what makes me hold on to my faith and know that whatever I do, it's going to be done, you know, right. because I know in my heart who I'm working for. The seed was planted, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, without that faith, you can't keep pushing on. Mm -hmm. You're going to give up. 
So you always have to keep that number one ahead of everything and just do what you do and keep pushing. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I say too, because especially with the community work, as, as I'm sure you know, that's a hard realm to be in. One, everybody not necessarily rocking with you for whatever reason with the work that you do. But like you said, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. And it's definitely a hard place to be in. And I'm sure food is competitive as too, right? I mean, it's only competitive if you're paying attention to other people. Mm. When you know your, what your purpose is and what your main goal is, and that's to serve and feed people with love, it's really no comp competition. Right. Because you're doing your thing. Plus, you've been killing it, too. <laughs> I've been you. looking at the Thank pictures you. like, oh, my God. The food looks amazing. Thank you. <laughs> What is one of, what is your most, okay, wait, I, I got to get back to the cook and the chef thing. Okay. Because I like when you say that. I'm going to make you a shirt to say that. Oh, wow. Thank you. I like that. Yeah. Because it makes a lot of sense, it right? It do. It do. What was the, did your grandmother teach you anything per se, or did you watch her? Like, no, was your family one of the ones that. She had me chitlins. Okay. Had me dicing up. Like, she had me doing it. Okay. And I enjoyed it. Right. Yeah. Because I know not, not often enough right you have recipe books from family members mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. anything like that so did your grandma leave you anything like that or she it's just did. verbal she just left me with the talent the talent that's <laughs> it and not only just my pater my maternal grandma my paternal grandma they both mm -hmm. were you know cookers and i guess i just took it on you know they say your ancestors leave stuff behind yeah for you. don't they yeah. yeah what is your favorite meal to prepare is my favorite meal to prepare <laughs> I'm like a lot of stuff you see me prepare I really don't eat okay I'm a weird eater I like eating all kind of stuff um my favorite thing is to prepare it's pretty much what my family asked me to cook what are you what is your favorite thing for me to cook Seafood lasagna. Oh, seafood lasagna. Oh, so you were behind that lobster macaroni and cheese. Or what was the lobster you put on social media? And I was the like, oh, my God. And so we, oh, he wasn't behind it. Nah. <laughs> he don't even eat um, lobster, crab. He He's weird. But that's what they, I mean, pretty much when I do cook, I'll ask them, what do you guys want? Because if I cook something that they that they don't like, they won't, they won't eat it. Mm -hmm. And I get pissed off. Yeah. Oh, I'm that kind of cook, too. Yeah. If I cook, you need to cook while my food is hot. I don't like you warming my stuff up. I was about to curse and get it fine. <laughs> I don't want you warming my stuff up. I, you need to eat it while it's hot. Right. And you need to eat all of it. Yeah, pretty much. So I fake turned my daughter into a vegetarian because I don't cook nothing else in the house no more. It's like, okay. I'm not buying two, two foods. Exactly. Um. So yesterday, this is my blisters. You see this one busted, but you see this, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm making sweet potato fries in the oven with our veggie burger. We hungry, ready to get it on. So I put the honey in the microwave so it could melt because I Googled this recipe. I'm mm -hmm. a Googler. Like mm -hmm. Google is my Bible. And so I, I don't know why my honey isn't thin. It's like really thick. I don't know what we did to it, but we did something to it. Mm -hmm. So I had to melt it. Girl, I pulled the honey out the microwave. It didn't look like it melted because the stuff, I think because I put cinnamon on it. Girl, I was in the kitchen crying. I think I cursed my daughter. I was like, why you ain't calling when I was yelling? She was like, you always yelling. I ain't know You should have put it in in the small saucepan and warmed it. Girl, I should have. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I ain't feel like washing another dish. I was like, let me throw this little thing in there. And now I'm burned. 
all the way up. Wow. And now this blister just got bigger. So this what morning. are you using to treat it? I got my hydro um peroxide in the Use some aloe. Some... I got an aloe stick, but the problem was yesterday, as soon as I finished cooking, we left. I okay. left right back okay. out, so I didn't get to do nothing. But I do have an aloe stick because I don't want this to end up burning me because I got burned on this yeah, arm. When you when it <laughs> when it when it breaks, the pus is gonna leak and you don't wanna get black marks all over Right. Yeah. So I do got some aloe stick, but I was like, this is why I could never I enjoy cooking, but this is why I could never be my my, my profession like, at all. I, I love it. And I'm always burning myself. I'm clumsy. Yeah. Yeah, I burn myself a lot too, but it don't matter at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Give everybody your social media again. We want them to. Um, my social media is up. open underscore arms underscore catering underscore LLC. All right. And if you guys want to call in and say hello, the number is 703-560-8255. No matter if you have an Obama phone, if you got a Sprint, it doesn't matter what your service is. It's free. It's some whack football games or actually football ain't even started yet. So you have no excuse or not to call her and just show some love. All right. We about to get into some hot topics coming up next. Don't you guys go anywhere. We will be back right after this. And again, call her. But if you're on Facebook Live, call while we're talking. Right. Not while the music is playing, because I'm not going to cut music. I Actually, I can't cut music to talk to you. So y'all got to follow instructions on this Sunday, okay? We'll be right back right after this. Don't go nowhere. Saving energy is simple. It even saves you money. Replace incandescent light bulbs with compact fluorescent bulbs. Set your thermostat to 78 degrees or higher in the summer. Weather seal your home. When replacing old appliances, select Energy Star qualified appliances that are up to 40% more efficient and unplug electronic devices when not in use. Visit LADWP.com for more energy saving tips and information. Save energy, save money. Covering today's hottest topics. Keeping me up to date. <laughs> I love it. When misunderstood on Consider This Radio. DC area. And you are tired of settling with your
delivery letter. Looking for a man that can clean that work. With a cheap, ain't gonna cut it. This ain't the twilight, but I've been cold blooded. Blood on my hands, I'm dressed to kill. If you wanna kick it with me, gotta foot the bill. But keep calm, you are just a crush. Anything that you give me is just a plus. The bag is secure and the bills are paid. If you ain't hit a ride, then I gotta switch lanes. I deserve everything I desire. Ran through his money, then I passed them to Maya. Missing a penny, yeah, to me, yeah, I'll be out you getting it. Ain't like the mother, boy, don't ever get it twisted, listen. So it ain't nothing here to fix you trying to get it Put your money where your mouth is Go ahead and spin it your boy Tony Baggers riding OT. Might not the envy king, you already know what it is to do with the scrumpy hair. That been here, been there, man. But you are now tuned in to consider this. Good people, we are back. Happy, happy Sunday. I am your girl, Misunderstood. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. And offline, me and Michelle Branch of Open Arms Catering was just talking about not living. And um, I think me and Kiana touched on it a little bit last Mm -hmm. week. But it is very interesting when you have children young, for the most part, not all moms, but most moms, okay, are mothers. Mm-hmm. That's all you are. That time you're raising your children, right? And so then when you do have children young, it's like when you are in your late 30s or your early 40s, now you want to turn up because your job is done. But you know, some people will be like, oh, you should be doing that right now, X, Y, Z. And that's not the truth. It's like, I've been a great mom for all this time. I get, I should be going to see back in essence. Like, what's wrong with that? I people's advice if it's not I, I'm not living it some people speak from a place of fear like don't tell me what I should be doing I can do what I want to do right yeah. I think you should yeah. like if I if you don't have a reputation from partying their whole life then why not you're done why not go have a good time like 
life is short yeah. and you should be able to live like you have to live and that's one thing mm-hmm. I was saying was I don't do too much extra stuff so I'm like I really gotta start pushing myself out there I wanna start traveling more yeah, definitely cause normally if I'm out of town it's something for the radio or something like that but and that's not even that often but I don't go out out yeah. but yeah y'all definitely gotta live but, yeah you do because like I said my life just really started I was a mom of four at 21 yeah you know, I was married at 21. So you were I, busy. Yeah. I've been married now for th- 13 years. Um, We have five children. Congratulations. Yeah. The oldest two are 21. We have an 18-year-old, 16-year-old, and a 14-year-old. And now that they're all, you know, up and out of the way, the youngest baby is in um, high school. The oldest two are in college. Our middle son, he's trying now to go into the military. And it's like once I started with Open Arms Catering, that for me was living because I'm doing something that I love to do. So now, how did they feel about you being out the house now? Because my daughter's really, she's always pushing me out the house, and then if I'm gone, it's like, where are you? What are yeah, you doing? Yeah. Why you're not they here? They just did that to me last night. Okay, and I'm like, <laughs> I'll be back. You know, mm. they don't really feel a certain type of way about it because, like I said, I've dedicated my youth to my children. Right. You know, I had to honor the decision I made with having them. So yeah. I've dedicated myself to them. And open. I always tell people, that's my baby, Open Arms Catering. I started it from an embryo. Now it's in taller stages. And prayerfully, you know, when we get to that heights where we just, you know, bloom into whatever, like I raised my babies. Mm-hmm. You know, they're young adults now. And... They really don't get in their feelings about anything because I make sure they're straight and mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah, pretty but much. I'm a homebody, to be honest. I it's, love being in the house, yeah, though. Me too. I love being... I will talk myself out of an event. You save money. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I will talk... I'll be like, hmm, do I really need to go? Am I, what's really going to happen? Is this really going to benefit a me? A good time to me is in the house having the food you want, a nice cocktail. And you know you're going to eat that food. Yeah. A nice cocktail if you choose to kick back, read a book, watch TV. Whatever. I mean, even if you have girlfriends over and mm-hmm. you just have a good time talking, laughing. I love karaoke. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I used to do a lot of that, you know, during the time before Open Arms Catering really kicked off. But now that I'm always so busy, I don't do it as much. But I do find time to just say, let me get up and go. Um, Eric and I will get up and travel and go somewhere. But for the most part, if I'm not working, I'm home. Yeah. I have, I really don't have too many friends. So, right. you know, I chill selectively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely chill selectively. But Do yeah. you plan on opening up a storefront? I want or do you like catering more? I love catering more because it's more freeing. Mm-hmm. Once you get the responsibility of opening up a storefront, it's it's a lot with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not scared of it. You know, I've been offered, but it just doesn't feel right. And I'm a filler. If it doesn't yes. feel right, I'm not going with it. So when that time comes and I know it's for me, God going to show me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely going to show me. Okay, it's time now. But right now, I just love catering. I love being free. If you call me, I'm if I'm in the house chilling and you call me, I can jump up and say, I got to go to the store and get this, you know, this, this order out of the way. I love being free and being able to do that. It's not important. It's very important because you're catering to the needs of your customers. Mm-hmm. You're serving, and I'm a server. Mm-hmm. So 
that's important to me to always be able to do that. It's good that you recognize that because I recognize I'm a giver and you just said you're a server. And I'm a giver. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm serving, don't you give? You do. Or is it different? No. Serving, to me, you're moving the ego. That means you'll serve. You you know, you, you, you are in tune with your, your customers' needs. You're in tune with people's needs. Um, giving to me is more so of selfish. No, selfless. It's sometimes. Not, yeah, no. You want to know what I recognize with myself? I give, but I have stipulations. So instead of me giving someone money, I would rather do what you need. So that's a stipulation. To me, I'm not giving just to give. Like, on a, a homeless man on the street, I'd rather go buy you a meal than give you $5. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm I'm the opposite. Okay. I'm I'm definitely the opposite. I'll, I think, to me, giving doesn't just come in monetary. It comes with your time. Oh, your yes. Love. Time is the best. Yeah, all of that. So, I'm a, I, I'm a giver. I used to be an over-giver. Mm-hmm. I've learned, you know, because I pray for discernment as well, and I've learned that some people will use you so they can't anymore. Oh, my God. As long as you're giving, giving, giving. So... That's where the stipulations came in with me. Like, I'll still give you, but I got to check your motive mm-hmm. first. And that's and that's what I'm saying about, well, maybe I shouldn't have said selfish, but that's what I mean, too. Because now I'm even that way, especially, like, going on your own journey where you're recognizing things in yourself. And I recognize that, yes, I'm a giver, but I do have stipulations. You kind of, especially in my personal life, you kind of be need to be doing what I want you to do in order for me to just outright give to you but then somebody be like oh you do this for the community but i'm like my events are controlled events like i'm doing events for certain things Mm -hmm. it's not like i'm just out here giving away money right right. so i think you got to look at it like that too but Mm -hmm. um i like the definition between the two that you had Mm -hmm. about the giver and the server yeah because that makes a lot of sense you have to be humble to serve you sure do. You have to be humble, and you can't expect nothing back. You can't. You can't. See, I'm you not can't a expect, server. You 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 can't. <laughs> for real, to be honest, be, as a human, expectations will mess you over. It period. will kill you. It will. So if you're not serving with your whole heart and being humble about serving, you're not a server. You're yeah. you're just doing it just to say you're doing it. Yeah. So I and know, I don't like that because yeah. I hate when other people do it. So I'm conscious on not doing it just to say I'm doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. You have to you have to be humble when serving. And I learned that too along the way. And I think a whole lot of things that led up to me doing what I'm doing now, I had to do it free before I started making capital off of it. I had to do it free and I would do it for free for years and people would invite me to their functions. Okay, what do you need me to bring? I would even go purchase the stuff. Now, you know, I still have that heart where if your family member or a good friend of mine, you call me, hey, I need this for an event. Okay, well, now you need to go purchase the stuff, but I'll still make it. Right. I still, that's that's me being a giver and still being a server. Like, I serve completely with my whole heart. I try to, mm-hmm. you know. Not try to. I do. <laughs> You're right, I do. I always try to tell you I hate that. I hate the word try because if you if you attempted it, you did it. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely it's just that whatever do. level that you reach, but you did yeah. it. So there's another girl that is crazy. Actually, I think she's a genius. Mm-hmm. She basically scammed uh, 
these mag MAGA people, so the Make America Great Again people mm-hmm. that are all for Trump, out of $150,000. She actually goes to <laughs> Howard University, and she acted as if mm-hmm. she didn't mess with Trump. She created a GoFundMe, and believe it or not, people were donating $90, $200 to her for supporting Trump because she's black. And all in all, she just did it like as an experiment. <clears throat> Come to find out, she hates Trump. And she wanted to prove a point in regards to these reform Republicans to show you that they're not supporting you because of who you are. They're supporting you because of what they think. Mm. Her argument is they should have did the research to see if I liked Trump or if I didn't. Just because I walked around with this hat on didn't mean that I didn't like Trump. You donated your money. She feels like she shouldn't give the money back. You think she should give the money back? No. I don't either. Mm -mm. Nope. But I'm sure they're going to make it away. Oh, yeah, definitely. Where she has to get. Yeah, they'll probably drag her to court and (laughs) all Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, she shouldn't give it back. They should have done the research. Yeah. I definitely don't think she should give it back. I would. Yep. And they said that she, um... She had an issue with her parents, too, mm-hmm. not wanting to um, support her in school anymore, which mm-hmm. was another reason why she did it. But it was something about the class that they did this little assignment. And so she decided to do this as an assignment, opposed to not. But I don't think that she should give the money back. I think she should just get off of social media now and mind her business. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. That's what I would do. That's I would just get off of social media so you don't have to be bothered with it. And don't have to look at all of the comments because, you know, some of these people are calling her the N-word and all this other stuff. But I would just jump off social media, yeah. keep my money, and call it a day. You yeah. shouldn't have donated. That's another thing that I have. I hate about these GoFundMes because, again, you just don't know no, you don't. what you're donating to. Now, yes, you know, you would think that if I was a Trump supporter that I would want to support mm-hmm. someone, too, that didn't like them. But you, she displayed them. <laughs> they play us. All the time. So hopefully she gets to keep her money. Um, her name is Chickpea on Chickpea on um. <laughs> I saw the story, but I didn't get all deep and heavy into it. But I mean, like you said, she should keep. I it. think she should keep the money. Yeah. I mean, why not? So what? Yeah. They getting paid a lot wor- a lot more for a lot worse. And he's the president. He's a jerk. So Definitely um, whether you agree with him or not, because I personally don't have any issues with him uh, to me he's any other 75 year old that say i mean god bless my nana but they just said some racist stuff out their mouth before i just don't think he should be president no, so he doesn't bother me with what he says because he is old but at the same time you shouldn't have a twitter and you shouldn't be the president at all like that's my thing with yeah. him i just don't think he should be running a free country now i don't know if you heard about this or not but what would you change yourself to another race if you could never so apparently, this is just on a whole nother realm because last week I ended up reporting about this. Mm-hmm. There's another gentleman by the name. His last name is Lennon. He's 53 years old. And he says he's a born-again African. I saw that. I don't even know what a born-again African yeah, is. what is it? I'm not quite sure. He doesn't define it. He just said that's what he was. And so, you know, Dr. Phil had the girl on the show that said that she She's, wasn't black. Mm-hmm. But according to Dr. Phil, um... What is it? Okay, so your race is what you were born with, but, oh, God, it was a nationality. One of the things Dr. Phil said you can pick. So it's like it's what you identify with. Right. 
I forgot which one is which, so don't y'all quote me, but you can always call and correct me. But <laughs> one of the ones he said is like one you're born with and another is one that you can say you identify most with. I didn't know we could do that because, I mean, wow. I don't think I, I wouldn't want to be anything else no. either. But even though we go through the most, our race, and most of the times, well, now lately to me, uh, uh, most of the things we go through as far as um, just like, the crab and the barrel mentality mm-hmm. is self-inflicted. Like, we can't really blame too many people for that now because we're rising and a lot of people just at not is not as woke to rise to the occasion that a lot of us are. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't want to be anything other than black either. Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I don't, I mean, well, I, well, I wouldn't want to be white. It's no. not going to change your credit score. So, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be Chinese. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to be anything else. Yeah. But I just think it's interesting that they are doing all of this to change. And he basically did it to get a scholarship. Mm. Now, truth be told, he does look like a black man. Now, I got to give him that. But you can't just wake up and just decide that you're black. Because when you're racially profiled, you're going to be guaranteed exactly. to let them know you're not black. You exactly. get pulled over by a cop, you're going to make sure you're not black. When you're walking down the street, you don't want people holding their pocketbooks. Exactly. So I think that people like to say that they are, but don't want the recourse that comes don't with Don't want it at all. It's like, oh, I'm black, but don't do nothing to me. I don't want to be black. <laughs> now, there's another creep. I mm-hmm. forgot his name, but he's 69 years old, and he's on Tinder. And he wants to legally, and I said this had to be a Pisces because I'm a Pisces. His birthday the same day oh, as mine. Oh, Oh, are you? Mm-hmm. I said this is something that I probably would try to do. He wants to be able to change his age. He wants to be 45 so he can book girls on Tinder. And he feels like <laughs> because you can change your age, I mean, you can change your name, you can change your um sexuality, you can change your last name. Why can't he change how old he is on his birth certificate? I think that's a good. I think that's a good question, Pisces. <laughs> yeah. What do you think I about that? I wanted to change my name to Melody. I t- saved money up to do it, and my mother was like, "No, you're not changing your name." I'm like, <laughs> "Really, lady?" But yeah, I mean, I feel like if you have money to do what it is you want, that's something simple. It's not as deep as what we were just discussing. Like, right. If he wants to change his age, let the man live. Let him change his age. It's yeah. not going to hurt anyone. He says he wants to change from 69 to 49 so he can book these little girls on Tinder. He feels as though he looks 49. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so won't he just find someone that's interested in him that will like him regardless of his age? Or that may be hard to do. Because I'm sure your performance, if you're 69, your performance is totally different than it would be if you're 49 that you're claiming to be. Well... I don't know. But mm. he also he also wants he also claims that he's black. He has two white Irish parents. <laughs> <laughs> this had to be a Pisces. This is just making us even more crazier. Oh my god. Um yes, he ha- they say he has two white Irish parents and he wow. believes he considers himself black. So, I wonder He does look mixed race, but it mm-hmm. says here that both his parents are Irish. But wow. you know what? Slavery. You, we, we don't we know. We don't know. Right. Um, but, yeah, he wants to change his age back, and he thinks that he should. And he doesn't see why y'all got a big problem in it. Mm. 
I think you can. I agree with him. If I can change if I'm a man or a woman, why can't I change how old I am? But then, yeah. too, why do we need to change it on those birth certificates? Nobody ever has to see yeah, that. Just you say, can just, just lie. lie. You can just yes. say 49. I'm 49. <laughs> and if they, the only way they'll find out is looking at your ID or your birth certificate. And just holds it, yeah. just holds it up. Yeah. Pretty Girl, much. These people are crazy. A mess. <laughs> a total mess. <laughs> I think I'm going to be Latino tomorrow or something. I just want to be something. I can barely speak English, but I'm just about to just wake up and be something else tomorrow. Because these people are driving me crazy. I just don't understand how you can just do that. Like, and then what would make you want to do that? Like, what do you get? I need to have one of them on the show. Watching different things and just, I don't know. It sounds weird as crap, but if that's what he wants to do, like like Bruce Jenner, he changed his (laughs) Himself. And he changed his name too. Yeah, his so, name and his sexuality. Yeah, I don't so, see the problem. That's what I say. If you can't change your sex, then why not just change age, sir? I'm with you. Now I don't know about about you being black, but I'm with you. Okay. <laughs> um, these elections were crazy, and as we know in Atlanta, they wanted to do a recount because um, Stacey Abrams, I think is her name, mm-hmm. and the gentleman. You know, they kind of just cut it off. Do you care about politics? Not at all. Yeah, me either. There's much deeper stuff in the world going on for me to get my head wrapped up in that. Especially on that level. Yeah. I really don't care. Local level, I kind of do care, Mm -hmm. but I still know it is what it is at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But local level, I do care. Because when I buy my house, I'm running for my ANC. I don't even know where I'm buying a house at yet. But (laughs) wherever I go, I want to be on my ANC. Because I just feel like neighborhood-wise, you can make that small of a difference. I think once Community it, is important. Yeah, but I think once it leaves it, it's kind of when it gets distorted a yeah, little bit. Yeah, And it's kind of distorted the same way, but, you know, you have more hope you just do. locally. In that do. little division that you got, you got more range on mm-hmm. that. But Trump said that Stacey Abrams, Abrams is stupid, and he said that she shouldn't get it. And that's his words. She's stupid. Wow. That's a quote. And he's believed that she should not get a recount. He told her to just give it up. You didn't win. Don't be a sore loser. Wow. That's what the president said. Why is he able to get away with all of this <laughs> foolery? Like, I'm kind of lost. That's what he said. He told her, don't be a sore loser. Just give up. You lost. So he's what gonna... is he going to say when his term is up? Because it's going to be up. <coughs> 2020, you know, right? You know Aunt Maxine can now... Um, uh, what subpoena his taxes mm. starting in January? She could take her role back because they voted for her. So she's in office. Whatever she is, she's over him That's now to stuff. be able to subpoena him. That's so you know she's gonna cause him some trouble next oh, year. Oh yeah, definitely. She ready. She, <laughs> she probably is. already had it lined up ready. She is gonna redeem her yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's good in her own words. That's now, what do you? I think Idris is cute, but do you really think he's the sexiest man alive? No, Big Erky. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him laughing. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know. He okay. He cute. Yeah. But I think it's the the physique, you know, the the accent, all of that stuff, kind of drive the women crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because when I did find out finally, you know. After watching, uh, what was that, The Wire? Mm Because nobody knew he was even from England or wherever Mm -hmm. he's London, wherever he's from. Um, The accent is very sexy. It is. But I don't know about, I mean, there's so many other people that I feel like. So many other people. 
could have got that. That aren't famous. Right. Yeah. Like, I think they really should rethink that. Now, we're not saying he's not handsome, ladies, because I know y'all be getting y'all feelings about that man. <laughs> but all we say is, you know, somebody else might have could have been it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, according to People Magazine, he is the sexiest man alive. Mm. And he is, he has 179 ways that men are supposed to love women or something. Mm. That is a lot of damn that's ways. That's a lot of ways. I only need five. Yeah, that's a lot. I wonder if it's that's, I mean, what can you do sexual in 179 <laughs> ways? That's a lot. Wow. After this, oh, wow. My mind going. Hmm. That is a lot. It is. Maybe that's what makes him sexy. Because he knows something we don't know. Right. <laughs> and he's from London where they probably do things differently. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. I should have read this whole thing to figure out what was his 179 ways. Yeah, you may have to do that later. I might evening. have to and figure that out. That's interesting. Very. Very interesting. Because I wonder. Now, if that's emotional and sexual, I think you could. But you would have to break it down to mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. So he may be on to something. Maybe. He may be on to something. I don't know if I want to be loved 179 ways. <laughs> it sounds psychotic, right? <laughs> it sounds kind of psychotic. I just feel like I'm not going to want to be bothered that much. That just seems like a lot of time. I, I don't know, Idris. You cute mm. and all, but we don't know about that. When we get back, we got to talk about how sugar is the devil. And <laughs> Girl, these hips. Look. The hips. I inboxed her the other day and I told her sugar is the devil because it is the devil. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about that and so it much really more. Is. Make sure you give her a call at the number 703-560-8255. Again, 703-560-8255. And we also want to know, because we talked a little bit offline in regards to, like, the vegan mm-hmm. and whatever and we'll talk about that and more when we come back guys the number again 703-560-8255 don't you guys go anywhere tell a friend tell a friend if you are on facebook why you ain't shared the link yet that's the only question that i'm trying to figure out you should have shared the link by now told your cousin or something football getting ready to start but i don't even know who play at one o'clock eric do you know who plays at one o'clock See, you don't even need to watch that game. So y'all need to be right here. <laughs> Stay tuned in. And we'll be right back right after this. Again, don't you go anywhere after this. Covering today's hottest topics. Keeping me up to date. <laughs> I love it. We're misunderstood on Consider This Radio. Forward, out of the relationship, do you cut ties with the family? Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Lady in the MC. Make sure you tune in to Consider Death, the latest radio station.
Hey, this is Brooke. You're tuned into Misunderstood or Consider This. Was that a girl or a boy? You don't know. All kids are the same. They all deserve the same. Then, why only a girl child is denied of her right to education? Educate a girl. Educate the society. Meet the scan. A simple procedure whose mission is to detect lung cancer early. feel fine. That's great, but you may still be at high risk for lung cancer. Oh man, that's a new fence. If you smoke, early detection could save your life. Learn more at SaveByTheScan.org.
right, guys, we are back. Welcome to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. I am your girl, Misunderstood. Michelle is in here dropping some jewels, and my blister just keep getting bigger. I left my peroxide in the car. That's why I didn't rewrap it. Yeah, don't. I'm about to wrap it. Oh, it do? Yeah, let it air out. But it, it may be get may get even bigger. It's not. It's gonna bust before it get. That's the biggest it's gonna get. Okay, cause yeah. it just grew like since we've been on. Yeah, let it air out. <laughs> since we've been on air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you guys are tuned in to consider this radio, and briefly, I do want to talk about a little bit what we were saying about people in their journey. Mm-hmm. So you already said that you don't have a lot of friends and things of that nature, but did you have to really cut back on your journey? Um, to open arms catering, or were you already cut back already where you didn't have to? No, I had to on my journey. Mm. Um, like I said, there was a time when every weekend I wanted to have fun. You know, I wanted to hang out. I wanted to do me. And, you know, there were a lot of people that I was around. And I would always, I had my plan, my business plan set out, and I would get excited, you know, and share all of this stuff with them. And, of course, they're looking at me like, okay, we hear you. But I knew that I had to remove myself to go where I needed to go. Because if I didn't, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Mm. You know, and that's why I say you need genuine support. You have to have genuine support and somebody that understands what it is you're trying to do to push you and say, okay, I'm here if you need me. Like, you know, when I first started, some of those people were around. They would come support by dinners, but as time grew and things grew, it's like, she's really doing what she said she was going to mm-hmm. do. You know, and that kind of changed people's feelings, toward, you know, towards you, like, well, damn, I need... Dang, I need That's, to be doing... Okay. okay. <laughs> I need. I need to be doing something with myself you know envy comes in and all of that and you just got to remove yourself but when you're doing the right thing and walking your path god will send amazing people your way that will help you get you know he will use people as vessels to help you get to where you need to be so now i have to ask you another question because it just came to me in your relationship how important is it for your husband to be involved? Because I think that that's my problem with mm-hmm. dating. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they need to do everything that I'm doing because clearly they're not mean, so you can't. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like somebody should want to know like what it is that I'm doing. Like I think it's offensive when people don't ask about my work or me doing radio or me doing a community event or giving away turkeys or donating children from Sasha Brooke. Like, I think that person should be involved. Some people will tell me that, nope, he doesn't have to be. You know, he's not there for that. But what is your, like, what do you think, honestly? In the beginning, I um would feel some kind of way when I would do events and Eric would, you know, be doing his thing. I'm like, okay, you need to help me. You need to do this. He's he can cook too. Okay, you know. I think men are better cooks than women. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I just I always thought that because my stepdad was just amazing. He was just yeah. That's how I learned a lot of stuff too. My stepfather, he's um a head chef at the Renaissance Marriott. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I learned a lot of stuff from him, but um. I feel like everybody has their own individual journey. I do feel like that, you know. And when you're in a relationship sometimes, 
you can pressure someone to help you. I need help. I need help. I need you to do this. Eric will load the thing up for me. Sometimes he'll come and help me serve. You know, if I need him, if there's a grilling going on, he'll come. But I'm just getting to the point to learn that this is my journey individually, something that I want to bring, wanted to bring forth. If he can help me along the way, that's cool. But, you know, add on some added additions. I'm trying to get him to do this barbecue sauce that he makes that's so good. Mm. And he's finally, that was like four years ago I asked him, he's finally trying to tap into it. So, I mean, like I said in the beginning, I was, oh, we need to do this teamwork, make the dream work. But as time go on, you would rather just keep walking in your purpose than having an argument about what it is you want someone else to do with mm. you. I guess that's where I'm messing up at. Because I just be like, you ain't even ask me about like what it was I was doing to me. I just feel, because if you were a dog walker, I'm going to ask you how many dogs you walk today. It doesn't make me want to be a dog know, walker. Men don't think like us. Yeah. Stuff that they should do, they most of the times they don't. They don't think like <laughs> us. You know, we're the nurturers, the caretakers, the ones that our main concern. We're mothers. Right. And even if we're not mothers, it's inherited in us to do and those certain things. It's not inherited in them to do that. And I'm learning that too. Yeah. So you can't really, that's you not gotta, where you, yeah, you're not messing up. You're just figuring your way out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, because I cut some off. <laughs> like, <laughs> and look, it ain't nothing. Your patience. Yeah, I don't have none. And it gets worse. You like, want to be in tune. Yeah, or yeah. just be interested. Like, yeah. And I think that that's why <laughs> I like scammers more because they pretend right. to like the stuff you like. Mm-hmm. or And you know they're no good, but because they want something from you, they pretend to be in tune with what you, what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't want you to make a bag with me. I don't necessarily want you to do the stuff, but I mm-hmm. do want someone to be like, damn, you... You doing this for Sasha Bruce? That's dope. You know, I ran away as a child. Like, maybe we could have a conversation. Well, but ma- I don't know. Maybe it's, I mean, you got to pay attention to the people around you, too. Maybe your partner or whomever you're dealing with is not in your life for that purpose. and for. That's what someone else Yeah, told it may be the platonic people around you that can give you all of that. I wanted to be my man. Pray for it. Girl, I got to write my letter out. Okay, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to get off of me for a second. But I need to write my letter out verbatim. Because yeah. I prayed before and he gave me something. And you got to be direct. Girl, I mean, you got to talk to him like he your best yeah, friend. Because specific. You gotta be I need to do me a new letter. Because what I got the last time, I was just like, oh, is this really what I said? Because that is not what I meant. Yeah. But yeah. You got to be specific about it. Very mm-hmm. to the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we talked earlier about the vegan and meat, mm-hmm. and I think you and I both agree. To me, even though I don't eat meat, I don't think it's that much better because mm-hmm. again, my sinuses. I can't get rid of this mucus. I don't know. Um, it's not great for me. But what do you feel like? Because I know you said you did. I both did the vegan before. transition for four months. It was actually probably one of the greatest. Like, my energy level was through the roof. I was way more creative with my dishes. Yeah, I was extremely creative with my dishes. Um, It changed my moods and everything. Like, 
I have times now where I battle and go back and forth, and I'll get on a journey and say, I want to I want to go back to being vegan, but it's harder now. It was something that was happening in my life then that made me transition. And it, it, it spiritually, it did something for me. Mentally, like, it did something for me on all levels. And I'm mad that I'm having a hard time now trying to get back to it. I love my crabs. I love my shrimp. I love my seafood. And it's not for everybody. Yeah, and I said that, not, too, because, like, it's not. my iron is low. Again, I done dropped everything else, but... The iron is low, then the allergies. Mm-hmm. At this point, I still don't know what I'm allergic to. However, I do know I eat good, but I snack bad. And I always tell people that because I love me a good Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't eat regular ice cream. I do soy ice cream, mm-hmm. but I snack bad because I'll eat a Kit Kat. I got gumdrops in the car. Like, mm-hmm. I just love it's something about me and sugar, which goes to my next point of it being like the pure devil. Like, I don't care what religion you are. Sugar is the devil. Especially for us black folk. Yeah, It's like it goes right to our hips, our thighs, the cellulite come. But you have to be mentally disciplined in order to do, to make any changes in life. You know, you really have to be mentally disciplined. And at that point in my life when I became a vegan, I was meant, I was just mentally, I was mentally disciplined. Now it's like, okay, Sunday through Sunday, I'll be a vegan maybe two days out of the week. Mm-hmm. Then the next day, I may want some salmon. Then I may want some chicken or something like that, you know. But sugar. It's the devil. And I got seven reasons why it's the devil, and then you can come back because your face looks disgusted. <laughs> Just like sugar. Seven reasons. Weight gain, which you said, the hips and the thighs. Immunity. Which is why I believe I'm having the hardest time shake whatever my daughter gave me. Mm-hmm. I have not been sick in four years. Mm-hmm. But these last two months, because I've been feeling some kind of way, I have been, like, increasing my Kit Kats, my M&M's. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't eat regular ice cream, so I don't have those type of problems. But even with just eating Kit Kats or eating bread, because bread contains sugar, mm-hmm. or my um, overconsumption of white potatoes, I think that's the reason why my body is constantly fighting Whatever my whatever infection my daughter had because it's killing me right now. Like I said, I haven't been sick in four years. Wow. So I know that I've been eating terribly this last month or two because I should have been able to knock it out. Another reason that they say sugar is the devil because type 2 diabetes, as you said, yeah. African-Americans, it runs in our family. It's terrible. The fourth reason, heart disease. Mm. Now, I didn't realize... Reading it now, I get it. But before, I didn't really get the heart disease aspect of it. Mm -hmm. But they're saying that the inflammation from the sugar in your blood vessels is what causes the inflammation for heart disease. Mm. So they're saying that that, that's coupled with um, high blood pressure, excessive Mm -hmm. weight, poor heart, and eventually you can have a heart attack. Which makes a lot of sense why so many younger people are having aneurysms. Yeah. I mean, outside of that lean and stuff, but... The sugar has a lot to do with that. They said inflammation in your gut. you The lack of absorption of vitamins and minerals. So if you are still taking supplements, it's not going to absorb the way it should because you got all the sugar. Right. And then sugar promotes cancer growth. Mm, it does. And I did not know that. So that's a hard thing to do. It is. Because I just put brown sugar on my sweet potatoes yesterday. It is a hard <laughs> thing to do. It really is. That's why I say you have to be mentally disciplined Mm -hmm. and without that it's like you know thought word deed and action i always tell people that whatever you're thinking is going to manifest Mm -hmm. and 
if you become to get to a point where, but it's it's hard to take sugar. I'm sitting here trying to figure out a way where you can take the sugar out. You of would things. have to legit just eat vegetables. That's it. Technically, alkaline. One thing that I. One thing I am gonna do, so I'm not buying any more white potatoes. Mm-hmm. I'm done with the white potatoes. Um, because again, even after I get rid of this, I'm probably still gonna have the mucus somehow. Mm-hmm. So I'm only gonna have the sweet potatoes, wheat bread, like multi-grain wheat bread, because that the wheat part is supposed to have less, but then the wheat is an issue with soy. Exactly. So it's like, you know, you gotta give or take. Now I know Ezekiel bread is supposed to be the best bread. If you are vegan yeah. or don't want to do anything, because it contains basically nothing, you're well, chewing just air. Don't eat bread, period. <laughs> now that's hard. Now look, because I gotta have my little vegan burgers. <laughs> I gotta have my meatball subs that I be throwing down on, because I still cook well, you, regular you food. You can substitute that with like a pita lettuce or a, a head of lettuce, like a iceberg lettuce. You can substitute don't make it. Me do that. You you definitely can. You'd be surprised don't how make good me do it is. It. Don't yeah, you may need to cut it out. No, what am I do? Michelle, I'm going to be, be one pound. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm telling you. Well, I told the doctor I had thick bones, and she said that's no such thing. <laughs> Just like I believe, um, I believe in my whole heart that diabetes, my family, it runs in my family, um, high blood pressure, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. It comes from what we eat. It I, does. Yeah, I tell my mom that all the time. My grandma passed from um, diabetes. She had her toes amputated mm. and everything. And it was because of how we're accustomed to eating. Now, let me ask you this, because I forgot who, I don't know if it was Steve Harvey or who it was, but they made a very good point. Mm-hmm. Does diabetes run in your family, or is it the way that your family eats? The way that your family Cause eats. Because those are two different things. Definitely the way that the family eats. Okay. Because when they said that, I was like, I don't think dope. it's genetic at all. Yeah. They'll tell you, oh, the doctors, oh, it's genetic. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. Because I see a pattern of the women in my family, they all have diabetes. And it's definitely from eating habits. Like, when I first started out with catering, Everybody suggested just to do soul food. And I'm like, no, I can't stick to that. You got to show people not going to buy or eat that. Yes, they will if you introduce them to them. And I love that you said that because we, now it was very cold for the Harvest Festival, girl, but we had goats and mm. chickens and a turkey in Northeast mm. on Danny Hellenboro, right in front of the rehabilitation center, right? The kids loved it. And I always tell people, life is about exposure. It is. It's no such thing as a black thing or a white thing that people do. It's just that you never did it before. Exactly. Like, black people hike. It's not very often that somebody's going to be hiking over um, on South Capitol Street now. But <laughs> black people do hike, especially mm-hmm. the ones that were introduced to it. I know yeah. my mom threw me in every. Thing that she could think of. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of things that I was introduced to that friends, that my friends on Galveston Place wasn't. Right. You know, wow, I'm out you here. Know do- people on Galveston. I live, girl, 62 Galveston Place apartment okay. C. Okay. <laughs> Southwest. <Okay. laughs> That's where we was at when my mom passed. But it was a lot of stuff over there that I was doing that my friends didn't do, but it was because my mother was sending me uptown. We, I was originally at Marie H. Reed. Okay. You know, before my mother got sick, she worked for the government and all these good things. So we lived uptown. Mm hmm. 
she got sick and came to the south side. Mm-hmm. But I was still connected to everything exactly. that I was doing uptown. You know, I really didn't do, I played around Galveston, but my mother had me in HAP and all of this other stuff. So I was mm-hmm. normally uptown doing my events and stuff. So it was just like, it's exposure. Yeah. Them kids were walking the goats. They loved the goats. They had, they had funds. They had funds holding the chicken. I'm like, this is in Nanny Helenborough. Exactly. We want to have Nanny Helenborough exactly. doing this. So you are so right about that, which we can talk now about your cooking class because Ooh. you do a freak. And I got to make it one Tuesday because y'all look like yeah. y'all had fun the other we day. We do. We do. We had fun. Um, The women, this is, Kiana is so amazing. Like she has opened doors that, I'm, you know, introduced me to people and that seed was planted in my heart. I've all, I'm so upset that there isn't um, home economics in schools anymore. And that's another reason why our our culture go through so much obesity and all kind of, you know, health issues and stuff like that because you remove a key factor of living, you know, and that was something that was in my heart way before Open Arms started. And Kiana hit me up one day and she said, I'm going to pass your number along um, the board. She's an art teacher. She was doing the art classes. She reached out to me and asked me, would I mind, you know, giving food to, making food for her class, for them to have dinner when they come to her class. I said, sure, I can do it. I just started sponsoring the food. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm good. I'll bring the food, whatever. So I came to her with an idea. I said, how would you feel if I come and did the cooking class? Like, teach the ladies how to make certain stuff. And she was down with it. You know, she was down with it. I came. The first time I went, Kiana came. She took pictures, and everything was love. I was so nervous because I didn't know how they were going to receive me. Right. That was a year ago. Almost a year ago, I believe. Um, I did well with the women. They received me well. They started bringing their children. The children loved it. And the woman in charge of the community, she called me and said, hey, how you feel about doing an eight-week cooking class? You know, we'll give you the funding, and you just come every Tuesday and do a healthy cooking class. I'm sitting back like, what? Yeah. And I said, okay, cool, I'll do it. When I tell you the second class we did, no, the third class, I cried because my class was full. It was full, and I'm like, they are coming there, bring just to see the mothers bring their daughters with them, just to see. I'm getting chills right now, just to see um, the daughters coming to me. Can I wash dishes after we're done? The mothers hearing the mom say, "You don't even do that at home." I'm like, they're going to start. They're going to start, and I know in my heart that it's going to grow bigger. I actually. Out of everything I do, I've done healthy meal prep. I I do catering. This, to me, is over the top with everything I do because it's like I see I'm building the reunification of families. Like, you're coming in there with the kids. You have the young boys coming in there. And I'm like, I think I'm going to need a bigger space. Mm You know, that just it just brings and so I much joy to my heart. And I think of a coordinator over there, but I know Queen of Feet does domestic violence classes over there because I've been over there a couple mm-hmm. of times with her. Brown's um, dark skin. Where she wear glasses? Queen like of a short. No, she got dreads. I 
But I don't know who the court. I can't think of the coordinator that she deals with in that um, facility. Because you're over off of 4th Street, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's the same building. With a, mm-hmm. Right by the laundromat? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And she yep. does things a lot a lot over there, too. So shout out to the coordinator that puts those different yeah, things no, together. She's, she's amazing. Yeah, because she has a lot of good things there. Mm-hmm. And the beauty in what you said was one thing that somebody asked me recently. Because I'm already a nonprofit, but I have not went to start the 501c3 because don't ask me why I got to dig deep but Mm -hmm. I hate accepting money from people and I just feel like the 501c3 means that I'm only doing it for the money so for the last two years I've been battling with it but I went on and got my nonprofit. Mm -hmm. now somebody asked me how do you measure your events because you know you got to have a measure amount or what you say the outcome is going to be and when you said that the little girl wanted to wash the dishes People that are dealing with numbers and money don't get how that's a measure. What? Because the mother just said, you don't even wash dishes at home. What you want to wash dishes here for? And so for me, to have these 16, 17-year-old boys walking goats all day, that's a measure. Definitely. I don't I don't know how I'm supposed to put that on a piece of paper yeah. to make this yeah. a program, program into a yeah. 501c3. Yeah. That's always my battle, but I know I need to get out of the contract I'm on because I mm-hmm. hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. But it's almost like, how do you, you can't measure what's real. You can't, you can't, you That's can't. like defining love. You can't, you know what you want, but you can't define that feeling that your husband makes you feel or the or the, the feeling that your children get. Or mm-hmm. even with the little girl saying she wanted to go wash the dishes. Those things cannot be measured. And I don't, I, it just bothers me when they you always want to put you in this box. box. It's like, you can't yeah. box me in with what I do. You can't, you can't. That's why... That's that's why I'm getting back to. I'm not in a rush to be a store to be in the store. I'm not because I'm not going to be able to wiggle like I am now. Exactly. I'm not going to be able to like I when I tell you that cooking class gives me life. Like I was in tears and they're look they're like Miss Michelle, what's wrong with you? I'm like I'm happy. Like y'all are showing up. My the roster is full. Y'all bringing these babies. That's and giving I seen y'all the kids bond. When y'all made the brown yeah. rice. That's giving okay. you bonding time with your daughter, showing them that it's a different way. You and know? that's what we're missing. Yeah. And I just had this conversation with someone else. It was actually with a guy, but I'm like, time is busy. When you don't have two people in your household, you may miss out on mm-hmm. cooking with your child, something that our parents may or may not have been able to do mm-hmm. with us. But it's just lost in the cause. So when you, because I told my daughter, I said, we're going to make it to this cooking. One of these classes, we're going to go to this class. Please because do. I just think, it would just be so much fun. It would. And in the house, she watches me cook, but she's not cooking nothing. She's just spoiled, spoiled as ever. But especially when I seen the pictures with the little girls you had. And it's not traditional. <laughs> we don't, I don't stand there and go, we freestyle. I bring in the product. They know what I'm bringing. I'll tell them, okay, I'll bring my seasonings. This is what's used for that. Have fun, be free. They have a good time. I mean, we play our music. Yep. Cause and, that's what you do in the house. Yeah, we play our music. I know I do. Um, <laughs> I did tell them because you know sometimes kids can get restless after the preparing is done. They want to run around and do them. So I did tell them this week I'll bring games and stuff to keep the kids engaged. But I'm like, the, some kids come. I don't allow them them to come without parents. But I'm like, bring your parent back. Come, come back. You know. And that's a good model too because mm-hmm. that holds the parent accountable. Yeah. And it makes you not a babysitter. 
Because unfortunately in our community, that's what you can turn into. Mm-hmm. Just a babysitter mm-hmm. when you had these dope programs. And it's like, okay, where's your mom? Because we have two boys that is about a farm and they hardly ever come with the mother. Right. So I text her because I got a number. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, you need to come over here with them because who's really watching yeah. them? We're running an event. Can't exactly. watch the children all day. Exactly. So, but it also gives them an opportunity to do something that they don't do. Like, we had the dads turning double dutch. Wow. Probably something that they, they may do it at home, mm-hmm. I don't know. But they were doing it there. Mm-hmm. And they turned rope for everybody's children. It wasn't wow. like their children and they left. These people were playing together. To me, that is a measure. They yeah. can't be put on yeah. paper. It the can. beauty of having people just around each other. Community. It's love. Yeah, yeah. Definitely It's just love. like, oh my God, that is a beautiful, beautiful feeling. And you are all opening ways for these girls to pick a new career, too. Yeah. This is something that even though they may see their mom doing it all the mm-hmm. time, now that they see you doing it, and the way that you're doing it will probably open up an idea. You're sparking you're sparking these kids to want to do something different, mm-hmm. and that's the idea. Yeah. yeah. So definitely kudos to you. Are you guys in your third or your fourth week? Tuesday is what week? We're in our fourth week. Fourth week. Yeah. Okay. We're going all the way to December 11th. And I know in my heart that it's, we're going to do it again. You will. And keep doing it. We're going to need bigger space. We're going to need more equipment. And all of it is going to come. Mm-hmm. I'm most certain of it. Like, I have a really good time. Sometimes on Tuesdays, I get anxiety. And I'm like, What's... I'll go in there. They've been beating me to the clay. Yeah. And I I'm, I just love it. I, sometimes my daughter goes with me. I don't always make her come because after school she has homework. She's tired. But when she comes, have a good time. I mean, it's just love. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. And I thank God for the opportunity. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. And I just, I think, I know, as you said, too, it's just going to be bigger. Yeah. And going to expand, and you'll be in other community centers doing the same thing. Because, one, again, with sugar being the devil, we don't. <laughs> yeah. We're not already eating the right way. Then, like mm-hmm. I see that you did brown rice instead of white rice. So, all of those things are important alternatives to let people know, especially when, you know, the produce pop up opens back up next year. Okay. They, you know, if you got food stamps, you get free produce. Yeah. Or they match it. You got other programs where they match it. So then they'll be able to see, it. okay, let me not get this white rice. Let me get this brown rice instead. Miss Michelle taught me this, da 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 And you never know what could work. And I also teach them how to shop, like where to go, how yeah. to get things. Because, you know, it's easy when you're, you know, some women, they're, they get food stamps. And it's like you spend them all up on buying X, Y, and Z. So I try to give them pointers on, look, if you go here, you can get this for this amount. Every time I come in the class with every ingredient I have, I tell them how much it costs. And they are always in awe, like, how do you get it for that price? And how do you, I'm like, you you, you have to explore your options. You have to, you know, pick and choose where you're going to go and how you're going to save. And I think that helps them a lot as well. And in this day and time, you can't just go to one grocery store. You can. You I gotta drive go my to daughter crazy because I go to about five different yeah. grocery stores. And we and again, I don't even eat meat and I still have to go to certain places to get certain things. Mm-hmm. So a grocery day could for me could be about four different stores yeah. on four different sides. Well, they just opened a Trader Joe's near me now. So mm-hmm. I can go to the one on Pennsylvania Avenue. But I, I'm still shopping around because yeah. I still can't get everything that I want yeah. either. 
together. Definitely. And I think that one thing that I learned, one thing I'm learning is time management. And you have to be able to maximize your time because you can get anything done within this 24 hours if you maximize your time. To me, that's the important time thing Time is my friend. I've done several events. I've never been late for one. Mm. That's good. Never. So you do the good time management. Yeah. I always feel like I that's, have 10 That's minutes. my thing. That's a pet peeve <laughs> for me. If you book me to do an event, I have to be there on time. I like people eating hot food. Yes. You see? Exactly. And, and it's fresh when it's hot. Yeah. Because I hate microwaves. And I pride myself in that. And I always thank God, like... Thank you for the time. Like, and, and that helps build healthy relationships because you become reliable. People know you're going to be there. They don't mm-hmm. have to worry, you know, and it, it's it's amazing. Sometimes I'm, I'm amazed at how I get up and I say, oh, I need to do this and I need to do that. And then when I look up, I'm right where I need, need to, to be, be at the exact time. Mm-hmm. It amazes me. But you know what? One thing I know that the creator don't make no mistakes. At all. And um, at you all. do have to participate. In, in the journey, mm-hmm. but he definitely don't make any mistakes. Mm-mm. So you do got to just participate in what's going on and keep it moving. Yeah. yeah. And, and like you said, just be pure with your intentions. I think I need to change my prayer. Um, but you do just got to be pure with mm-hmm. your intentions. Definitely. So definitely. things can work out. When we come back, we want to talk about some future projects possibly that you got. Okay. And I got to get, you got to get three takeaways that you got from today. Okay. When we come back, okay? All right. The number again, y'all, y'all still got like six minutes to call. 703-560-8255. Again, that number is 703-560-8255. If you are calling, I mean, if you are watching us on Facebook, well, watching the show on Facebook Live, (laughs) then you call while the music is not playing. Y'all should have called up here. Kiana must be asleep because I just knew she would have called. Kiana and Cali, girl. Oh, that's right. She that's right. In Oakland. Mm-hmm. Okay. I knew it was something because I knew she would have called. <laughs> yeah, she and Cali. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she's going to go back and watch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, it'll be on iTunes on Tuesday. Okay. It, yeah, I replay it as a podcast on Tuesday. So it'll be on there okay. and SoundCloud. So she can go listen or just watch the show. But, yeah, I forgot she was in Oakland, mm-hmm. she said. All right, guys, we'll be right back after this. This is Talkie Talkie. And we don't know what Talkie Talkie mean. Just listen to the song. Bien suavecito, bebé. Taqui, 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 rumba. 
touch it and tease it and squeeze it with my piggyback. It's hungry. You need to feed it. If the text ain't freaky, I don't want to read it. And just to let you know this Panani is undefeated. Ay, he said he really want to see me more. I said we should have a date where at the Lamborghini store. I'm kind of scary, hard to read. I'm like a wizzy boy, but I'm a boss. Who you going to leave me for? Sale de mi traje, no traje pantisito pa' que el nene no trabaje. Es que yo me sé lo que tú crees que tú no sabes. Dice que no quiere, pero se quiere comer el equipaje. Bailame como si fuera la última vez. Y enséñame ese pasito que no sé. Un besito bien suavecito, bebé. Taqui, 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 rumbo. Hello, hello. This is Africa been singing and I tuned in to consider this, consider that. <laughs> if you can't give to hundreds, give to one. Join Consider This Radio to volunteer at one of our community events by emailing considerdis at gmail.com. Follow at Consider This on all social media platforms. And while you're at it, like our Facebook page. Want to learn more about our guest? A Minute with Misunderstood is next on Consider This Radio. Hello, this is Teresa Black Diamond Jackson, CEO of Girls Rule the World. Check us out on Consider This!
today. Yeah. <laughs> You're leaving here. That's All why right. you say after the fourth and eleventh, <laughs> done. Yeah. I. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm through in December. Um, we are back, good people, and Michelle is coming back with something else that's gonna blow y'all. Y'all know. Y'all already know your girl be everywhere with it, but that's probably one of my best shows ever because I've been trying to get somebody. Oh, you and the friend should come. She can. She will. She may. I don't know. But I can do a whole segment on it. Oh. Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk offline. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, let me get my video ready for my promo. So, one, I want to talk about future projects, and then I want three takeaways that you got from today. Okay. So what are some I know you got the cooking class into December, but I know that's gonna grow even further. But what are some of, of your other future projects that you can talk about? Mm. Only other future projects that I can talk about right now is my class becoming bigger. Like my heart is set on me showing people how to do things differently. Um, and continue to cater to the community, com- continue to be a server, continue to give and to do it humbly. You know, I, I really try not to look that deep into the future because the present is where I am and I try to kind of like stay there because it keeps me grounded. But um, that's just really it right now. Just continue to serve with all of my heart. Okay, and what's three takeaways from today? Um, three takeaways. First of all, thank you for having me. Your show is super dope. I was nervous as crap. Actually, I wasn't as nervous as I thought I was going to be. And that just lets me know that our energy is is connected somewhere. Um, basically, you're putting out there, both of us, you can pretty much do whatever it is you put your heart and your mind to, you know, no matter how small you start off, you just never know where it can go. And to always, 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 always do what it is you love or what you want to do because we get stuck, we get scared, and we don't do it. But you have to do it. You have to put in the work to do it in order to make your dreams come true. Um... Me sitting here looking at your studio, knowing that you're moving, that was a takeaway. <laughs> you're moving. You're moving into a bigger space. Um, the artists in DC gonna have a platform to come to with you. It's gonna be dope. I can't wait. Yeah, you're moving. I can't wait. I am looking to do that. But my takeaways is just me being here. That's my takeaway. Well, I definitely thank you so much for coming out. I had an amazing time. I can't wait to see what's going to happen with you. Like I said, if you ever need a volunteer, you just got to let me know, like, a couple of days in advance. Nobody follows these instructions. <laughs> right, right. They <laughs> but, just call you and expect yeah, And I'm to like, you know I'm really about to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am always open to helping you. And actually, I'm going to let you know tomorrow. Maybe I can bring some games for the girls tomorrow and then come out on Tuesday. Cool. Yeah, cool. I can confirm tomorrow because I got some games in the house and I can help play with them or something cool. on Tuesday. That'll be dope. Even though if I can't bring the child out. Because I did want to come out and support anyway because mm-hmm. I think it's an amazing idea. So thank you so much for coming you know, out today. I held you hostage. Me. Now you got to go get some sleep. <laughs> I got to go home, cook, clean, all of that good stuff. But I have the energy to do it. I do. I'm excited. I'm here. I wasn't as nervous as I 
thought I was going to I always tell be. people, we just going to talk. Yeah, we just talking. You don't got to be nervous. Yeah, it's, it's dope. Pretty yeah. dope. I can't wait to see your new spot. Me either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got an idea where I wanted to be, but I can't wait either. Yeah. So we will see. And I am journaling tonight. And for y'all think I'm going to be faking, watch my video. I'm going to make a video. And I'm going to be right. I can't let y'all see. Because you're not supposed to tell people your dreams. You can't. Just know that y'all going to see the pages. Because they'll put their fear on top of your fear. Yes. And it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to do it. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to just yeah. wake up and be like, I want to be an astronaut yeah, you just got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the key to getting it done is just do it. I don't care what you got going on. You just got to bust your way like the Incredible Hulk and do it. Yeah. With tears in your eyes, whatever. Just do it. Yeah. That's what I Because people always ask me, like, why do you do certain things? Or how did you get started? And I literally, especially with radio, I just woke up one morning and was like, yo, I'm going to this open mic in Baltimore. And that's how everything, didn't know nobody in Baltimore, didn't know the organizer in Baltimore. And my sister was like, you sure you're going to go? Somebody was supposed to go with me. They backed out and I still went anyway. And then from there, it was just, it just became its own thing. I just always wake up and just say, I want to do something. I just do it. it. Mm -hmm. Keep doing it. And I wish so many. We got so much talent and out talent out here, and yeah, a lot of people sure. just scared because, like you just said, they tell other people and other people project what they're feeling and what they're fearful of. Oh, it's not going to happen, and then you freeze up. Mm-hmm. No, just do it, and they let them see. Yep. And one thing I learned, you can put your own fears on yourself too, because yep. I do that. Like I said, how I talk myself out, I can do that to myself too. So sometimes we get in our own way too. Yeah. And you definitely got to mm-hmm. step outside of that. Because life is short. It's going to happen regardless. Yeah. So you might as well just participate. And if you do it and it don't work out, do something else. Hello? <laughs> do something else. I mean, do something else. And when you, when it's, if it's for you, it's going to stick. Mm-hmm. It's going to stick. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all about the foundation. You have to start from somewhere and build a firm foundation. I'm just glad that, um... I got some good people in my corner. Yeah. You know, that pushing me on. We push each other on because it's not easy. No. It's really not. Getting up and saying, oh, I'm going to do this. I want to do that. It's not easy. But when God send your tribe, it's important. Yeah. It's real important to have a good tribe behind you. So I'm thankful for that as well. Well, thank you and so much. And things are going to grow for everybody. Everybody I know. that come in your studios. I know. I've been bigger. seeing that. Which you is dope. Bigger. You are. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to eat my salad. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you had some really good dressing. You have a um butter rum muffin. Mm. Am I gonna get drunk? No. Okay. It's so we'll really okay. good though. Warm it up <laughs> and eat it like that. It's delicious. Ooh. I can't wait to eat it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat it shortly. Thank you so much again, Michelle, Thank for you coming for out. Me. I'm Thank glad you that you made me. it. And just blessings, 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 blessings upon blessings. Yeah. All right, guys, we're getting ready to get out of here. Thank you for tuning into the show. As usual, you should have called in. Y'all fake, but it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You could have called in. Um, But, yeah, for this week, what I need you to do is do something for someone else outside of yourself. And as usual, I'd rather be misunderstood than basic. We are out of here.